When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Coaches Network, bringing the game together. I were to meet my maker, you know, if I were to pass away, what would, what would people say about me? And then you ask the question, what would I want them to say about me? The Coaches Network, bringing the game together. Hey guys, you're now listening to The Coaches Network, a podcast aiming to bring people at the heart of coach and player development together. My name's Coach Yas, a performance coach, content creator, and founder of The Coaches Network. And today's episode is going to be part of our how-to series, where we discuss a range of topics and with the help of our guests, break down some actionable how-to steps to help you reach your full potential. Enjoy. Right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Coaches Network. My name's Coach Yas, and today I've got a very special guest with me. Today I'm going to be joined by Jim Harshaw. Jim, how are you today? I'm great, Yas. Great to be with you. Likewise, I'm thank thank you for being here. Um, very much appreciate it. Jim, for those of you that uh, for those that aren't familiar with who you are and you know the work that you do, would you mind just giving us a brief breakdown of what that is exactly? Yeah, I'm a personal performance coach. So I work with uh, individuals who want to maximize their potential. Uh, people who feel like they're leaving too much on the table and they kind of feel like the clock is ticking on their life and and uh, they want to maximize their potential. And it's all based on uh, our performance background in athletics and sports. So my background is in the sport of wrestling in, in the United States. I was uh, an all a Division One All-American, which means uh, I was basically top eight in, in the nation. Uh, at what I did. And um, I was on the Olympic ladder, uh, trained as an Olympic hopeful as well. And uh, I try to bring that that mindset of coaching to the real world, to people who uh, are, are out, you know, they're not competing anymore. Maybe they're a coach, a sports coach, or maybe they're doing something totally different, um, but helping them uh, use the same processes that allow athletes to maximize their potential. Um, and there's a, there's a formula that, that you've used that I've used that, that a lot of people use that don't even, even realize that. Well, I've, I've crystallized that formula into a system or a framework and I help people uh, leverage that to, to, you know, you know, move forward in their career to make more money, to, to be healthy and fit, uh, to, to have great relationships in the real world. Brilliant. And, you know, you, you, t- you, you as you speak, you know, you use a, a key word there, and that, you know, that word is purpose. You know, I wanted to just talk a bit about that a little bit. What, what, you know, for you yourself, what does it mean to live a life of purpose? Well, I think it's different for everybody. And, um, and I'll be honest, it, it's not that, uh, um, a lot, a lot of people don't, don't actually spend the time to, to figure out what their purpose is. Right. They, they kind of drift through life. They don't have that clarity of like what's next for me. Um, I think a lot of younger folks do because it's, 
uh, you know, it, it's sports and then it's uh, going to the u- university or college. It's going, getting a job. It's getting married, you know, getting a house, buying a house, like, like checking that next box. And they get to a point where it's like, well, what's next for me? Like, what's my purpose? Like, there's gotta be more, you know, I've checked all the boxes. Um, like what, what's the purpose behind all this? What is, uh, what's my point? You know, how can I make a difference and people get to that point? And, um, uh, yeah, a lot of people just drift, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of quotes out there about, you know, people drifting through life and, um, you know, and, and it's uh, a lot of them are cliches, but it's, it's true. I mean, people, um, people drift through life. The masses of men lead lives of quiet desperation is uh, one of my favorite ones. It just really resonates with, I think a lot of people out there. And, um, they're not, most people aren't willing to take action on it. They're not willing to hit the pause button and actually evaluate their life and figure out what their purpose is. Um, but when they work with me, uh, we change all that. So just, you know, just on that, you know, there's a few things I want to kind of touch on in what you just said there, but just to start with, in, in terms of identifying the purpose, you know, where does, where does one start? Cause you know, you get so many people who've got so many different qualities and they've got different things that they can bring to the table in that respect. How, where does one start? You start by, without, you know, getting too granular in the detail of the process, uh, but I'll, I'll kind of zoom out and, and, and go from there. So, um, you know, when you're, when you're competing as an athlete, you, you have this, this sense of purpose, right? And um, you, know what, you know what the plan is. You know what's next for you. Um, there's a deep meaning in that. And, you know, you, you know what you value and you have very clear goals that are based on those values and based on that purpose. And you have what I call an environment of excellence that helps you live out that purpose. These are coaches. These are teammates. These are uh, athletic trainers. These are strength and conditioning coaches, sports psychologists, on and on. And then, you know, the, you even have a plan to follow through when you fail. Uh, the name of my podcast is Success Through Failure. And, you know, when you're an athlete and you fail, there's a there's a plan to keep going. There's a plan there. There's, you know, you have a coach who's, you know, who says, you know, if you lose a, a game or a match on a Saturday, coach, you know, says, well, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll see you in the weight room tomorrow morning. <laughs> you know, you get out into the real world and you fail and you know, a lot of people just kind of lower their goals. They settle for less. And, um, and so what you do to try to start figuring out what that purpose is, is you have to ask yourself questions. Like what, for example, what do I want my life to look like? Like, like if, if I never had to work another day in my life, like if I could craft my ideal day, my ideal life, what would it look like? And you actually, you can't just think about it, right? Because, because whoever, you know, if you're listening for the listeners right now, you're, you're, you're hearing this right now and your, your, your mind's starting to drift and you're starting to think about it. And that's great. Uh, it's just the first step. You actually have to, to stop, stop what you're doing, you know, pick up pen and paper or, or open up a, a document on your computer and start typing and, and really start putting words to this. Like, like what, uh, what would my ideal day look like? Um, you can ask yourself the question, um, you know, the funeral question, I call it, uh, I didn't invent it, but, uh, but it's a, it's a powerful question. It's, you know, if, if I were to meet my maker, you know, if I were to pass away, what would, what would people say about me? And then you ask the question, what would I want them to say about me? And, 
those two questions will tell you, like if you're living out your purpose, right? If there's a delta there, if there's a difference there, they'll tell you whether or not you're aligned with 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 what you really value and what your purpose really is. Um, but when you start asking these kinds of questions, you start coming up with, um, you start bringing a, an, the unconscious mind to the surface, the things that are swirling in the back of your mind, the things that are, are kind of dictating your actions with you, whether you know it or not, these thoughts that are, that are unconscious and, and deep in the mind start coming to the surface. And when you, when you start exposing those, you can actually start evaluating them in the light of day and, and you start to discover your purpose. So that's, that's the beginning. That's the process of starting to figure out what is my purpose? What's, what's the greater purpose here? I'm just kind of build on that. You know, talk a little bit about um, how we get there in 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 some ways. Why is it important? Because obviously, you know, people be like, "Well, you know, I don't know if I have a purpose, or I don't. I'm just gonna just, as you put it earlier, just coast and drift through life in in some ways. Why is it? Why is it so important for us to have that purpose? And you know, how how much of that is is based on, I guess, our strengths as an individual in, in the qualities we have. It's in, it's a great question. Why is it important? It's important because we all for two reasons. Number one, we all want to be satisfied and fulfilled. We we all want to feel contentment. And when you know you're not living out your purpose, then there's a there's a restlessness. There's a discontent there. There's a a lack of satisfaction. And and so so part of that's internal. Like I want to feel like like my life has meaning. Like my life has purpose. Like I'm making an impact in the world in whatever way, shape, or form that that is. So that's number one is internal. And the second reason why finding your purpose is important is because you're put here to make a difference. You're put here to impact others. And by by not living out your purpose, you're 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 holding back. You're you have God given gifts and talents. And, and I want to, for the person who's, who's sitting there saying, yeah, but I'm just, but, but woe is me. You know, I just me not, you know, little old me, I don't have a purpose. I don't have, you know, I wasn't really put here for, for something really amazing and important because I don't have any unique skill. I don't have the background. I don't have the education. I don't have the network. I don't have the money. I don't have the success. I don't have, I don't have every, I don't have all those things that I'm supposed to have if I'm supposed to be an important person. What's the exact opposite when, well, you know, I recently interviewed a guy by the name of Matt Bradford on my podcast and he's a United States Marine. And in 2007, he was in Iraq and he, he stepped on uh, an IED and instantly his purpose, we, you know, he believed was to be a Marine and to fight for our country, for the United States. And, and um, instantly he lost both of his legs and he went blind. And he woke up three weeks later in the hospital. Didn't even know until his dad told him, you know, you lost your legs and uh, you're never going to see again. And for, for days, I think weeks even, uh, he wanted to die. He wanted, he wanted to end his own life. He did not want to be alive anymore. He felt no purpose. And then it hit him one day. He realized he is now uniquely qualified to serve in a completely different way. But this guy can't see. He doesn't have any legs. Now he realizes he has this, this purpose. Like he can actually go and serve other military veterans who are struggling, who are in the hospital. He can, he can motivate people and inspire people with his story. 
And he can't do that by saying, you know, I want to lay in a bed. I want to die. I want to die. He, he can do that by, by getting up and moving forward, learning how to walk again. And his hashtag, if anybody ever wants to find him on, on social media is no legs, no vision, no problem, no legs, no vision, no problem. I mean, who says that, right? The guy with no arm, no, with no legs and no vision. That's who says that he knows he has a unique purpose in this world. And when you look around, you see these kinds of stories over and over and over. This is not, this is a unique story, but it's not, not the only story. I mean, these are, there's so many of these stories out there. So when you look around, you realize you do have a purpose for, and why it's important is to, to live a fulfilled and satisfied life for yourself and also to help others to impact the world in the way that you were meant to. No, definitely. And I think, you know, just another thing you touched on, like, kind of really popped up in while you were speaking there was, you know, he, he, he uh, by circumstance, had ended up having a unique situation of his own. How, you know, but kind of build on that, then it, it just goes to show that maybe sometimes it is things where you find your purpose in things. How can I put this? Not necessarily in what you want. Mm what wants you in some ways sure yeah i mean Um, it's not always going to be a a clear path to you right a lot of people mm -hmm. they don't they don't see it right they don't see it right now from where you're sitting right now maybe maybe you don't see it but just stay stuck they just stay stuck in the mindset of i don't know i don't know what's next for me i don't know what my purpose is and therefore i'm going to wake up go to work check the box come home you know, drink a beer, watch TV, and go to bed, do it all over again. And, mm. But you have to, if nothing changes, nothing changes. You have to take these steps. You have to, to hit the pause button. You have to do some of this journaling that I talked about. You have to hire a coach. You got to uh, look for a mastermind group. You got to get around other people who are also seeking their purpose or who have found their purpose. You have to try things, try new things, test out new careers, go shadow somebody in a job that, that you'd love to do. Go um, read a book about uh, something, you know, other opportunities that might be out there. Go, go have coffee with somebody who's doing what you want to do. Mm. And, you know, you talk there about, you know, trying out different things and, you know, I guess that, you know, the next question then, or there's two, there's two parts here. Actually, First of all, uh, what it really sounds like is obviously in, in the midst of finding your purpose, it's really uh, adopting this mindset of gratitude, um, being, you know, almost be, you know, having, you know, not seeing things as if, the, you know, the glass is half full, but it's actually, or it's not half empty, it's half full uh, or the other way around. Sorry. Um but you know you're really trying to top that up and you know be thankful for what you've got and seek where you can give in from what you already have rather than what you're lacking if that makes sense and you know to kind of just to kind of go beyond that it's trying out all those things what what when we do eventually come to that purpose obviously i think everyone will have that feeling but would you mind just going through some of the, some of the indicators that we're looking for on an intrinsic level um in knowing that yeah this you know we've we've we're getting closer. We're getting warmer to, to finding that. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's finding those moments of flow, you know, when, when time flies, uh, the things that, that you find yourself gravitating towards doing, um, what are those things? Um, and, and by the way, uh, I think a lot of people, uh, think that there's supposed to be just this one thing out there and they think their purpose is supposed to reveal itself. Like you have to go seek it. You have to go 
test things out and try it out. And, and, and it might be scary and it might be hard. It doesn't mean it's not your purpose just because you're afraid of doing it or just because maybe you're not the best in the world at doing it. It doesn't mean it's not your purpose, but, but, you know, approaching these things with a, with a beginner's mind and, and trying things out, testing things out. And yes, you mentioned gratitude. I mean, doing it with gratitude. I mean, it's like, you know, when you, when you start with this mindset of gratitude, fear kind of melts away. Like, you know, you've, you've already won. Like most of the people in this world, um, uh, on earth are, are struggling to, to put food on the table. Like if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you at least have the electronics to do it. You're probably listening from your smartphone. Uh, you might be listening from your car. Like you might be in a home to have a home to live in. Like, are you like you have maybe have, you know, a clean glass of water in front of you. Like I do right now, like how grateful you like, be so grateful for this. And then that frees you up to go try things and do things and, and make phone calls that might be scary and, and test things out that might be hard for you. Uh, but yeah, it all starts, starts out with gratitude and then, and then seeking out those things or, or evaluating your life and, and looking for those things that, that put you in the quote unquote zone and mm. things that uh, where you feel in the flow state. Just to speaking of, you know, evaluation and, you talk there about some of the things that we can obviously look, look to do in terms of seeking that, whether that be, you know, trying out different things, seeing, you know, going and sh uh, working with other people who are maybe like-minded or people who are also trying to find their purpose, or maybe it might be a thing where there's something that you're passionate about and going to seek some support around individuals who are already doing what you have a passion for in that in that sense. Uh, just to kind of, you know, build build on that. And how do we, how do we know whether we find the right individuals to be around? Because people can say that this is their passion or people can say that, you know, that they've got this as well. Is it, is it particular indicators? I know for me, for me, when I'm looking to develop, a, develop a skill set that I've got or, or looking to learn something, you always try and seek out people who are, uh, who I would consider good at the things I want to be become better at, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I try and gravitate around them, but that's not always straightforward. Um, for various reasons so you know any any other suggestions as to how we can go about maybe sure identifying who might help us with that or how we could get there yeah uh i'll start by saying this um none of this is straightforward none of this yeah. is uh, a clear and easy path none of this is like you're not supposed to see 10 steps down the path like the, the name of my coaching program actually is reveal your path um so trying to figure out, you know, what is the right, who's the right person for me to connect with? Who it's, what's the right next step for me? And the, and the answer is any next step. And the right answer is any person who might be doing something that you kind of think might be the right thing for you to, to explore. Like take that step, make the phone call, send the email, invite them to coffee, um, buy their book, listen to their podcast. Like just, just move forward in, in any direction. It doesn't matter. Like, when you, you know, people think about like, like Jeff Bezos, Amazon, like people think that he had, when he started Amazon, he had this grand vision for, for what Amazon is today. Well, guess what? He didn't, <laughs> he didn't, you know, it was this, this path of, of struggle and, and failure and setback and making mistakes. And it's, it's this, this, this next step mentality, taking, taking the next step, uh, that, that reveals to you where the path goes. Like, so if you're standing at the beginning of a path, 
and you can only see two or three steps down the path, you can't see step five from step one. So you have to take step one and then you have to take step two. And by the time you get to step two, you might say, oh, there's, I can see now, you know, where step three and four go. You take step three and then step four. And then there's a fork in the road. You go, ah, man, I don't know. Do I go right or do I go left? Well, well, you take a couple steps down the path to the left and you go, ah, wait a second. This isn't the right path. Just go back, take a couple steps down to the path to the right. You go, ah, okay, here we go. You know, I made a mistake there before. Now I'm back on the path. And, and that's, it's a series of that. And, and, you know, I had a coaching call with one of my clients this morning. And he has really embraced the mindset of success through failure because that is that is what's going to get you there. That is what's going to help you discover your purpose, discover your your personal path is is success through failure. And he said to me, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. said, Jim, I want to figure out the next thing for me to fail at. And I want to attack that. He wants to attack the thing that he's going to fail at. He actually is seeking this. Well, how can I fail? How can I go out and fail? Like, what am I going to fail at next? Because he knows that that failure is going to teach him and educate him. Like, it's going to be in his field. And he's a, a, a real estate investor. And he's going to, you know, he, he's looking for the next opportunity to try something big and scary and fail, not fail like I'm going to go try to blow, you know, a million dollars, like a, a failure where he can go out and try something that's new, that's hard, that's different, that's something that he's kind of interested in trying in, in his industry and and then learn from it and go, ah, OK, that failure is not that, you know, he knows that, that failure is not doesn't mean that he's not any good at that. It just means like this is new information. Ah, now I know how to do this. I'm going to do this the second time and I'm going to be much better at it. But you can't get this the second time or the third time or the fifth time or the 10th time without going through the, the first time, which is going to be terrible. Like uh, the, the founder of LinkedIn, Reed Hoffman, he said, if you're not embarrassed by the first version, you've launched too late. And whatever that is, like he's talking about software, right? And, and social media, like if you're a, you're developing a social media or developing a, a website, if you're not embarrassed by the first version, you've launched, you've waited too long. You've, you've waited too long. Like you have to be, you have to, you know, press go before you're ready. And, and I, I go back and I've interviewed, I've launched 200, almost approaching 300 episodes of my podcast now. And I go back and listen to episode number one and two and five and 10, like it's embarrassing. Listening to those, yeah. but I couldn't have gotten to episode 280 that I'm on right now without getting recording number one. Number one was terrible, yeah. and number two was slightly better. You know, number five was better, and ten was better, and thirty, and fifty, and a hundred were all better. But I couldn't have gotten there 
without number one. So for the listener, you've got to go fail. Go find your failure. Go, go, go find that thing that you can take the step at. Step one, one step. And if you succeed, awesome. Good for you. Take the next one. The next step. You might fail there. If you don't, good for you. Keep going. And you're going to fail. I'm guaranteed you're going to fail. If you're not, you're not really trying. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting you said that you obviously, you know, you talk there about, you know, keep going um, until, until, the, until you get to that point of failure. And, um, you know, it's, I often ask the question is, you know, some of the people I work with, um, what is the opposite of success? And they all, they all come up with the idea of, uh, you know, it's got to be failure. I don't know if success truly has an opposite. And, you know, for me, failure, you know, I always prefer to failure as a further attempt at, or fail in particular uh, is a further attempt in learning. Um, and for me, it's, it is literally just trying and every, every single time you go out there, you, if I, I'm just resonant, what you've just said that resonates with me as well. And I'm thinking back to the first episode I put out of my podcast, uh, you know, it's an idea that I've been sitting on for a little while. And when I finally got around to it, I listened, you know, the first one, I thought, yeah, you know, finally got it underway with them. I listen back to it now compared to where it, you know where things are now i'm thinking to myself wow did i really release that <laughs> um and you know i'm probably i would be surprised if you know a year down the line i'm probably thinking, saying the same thing about you know the last five episodes i've released um but i think you know something that you did touch on there is it's that it's, it's throughout the conversation you know you talk there about reflection and evaluation at the start of that in terms of looking back and seeing where where, where are the lessons where are the things that i can adjust and develop further um but identifying those and then taking action upon it, I think, is the key part of what you've touched on. You know, earlier on in the conversation, it's actually taking that action and not just, uh, I guess, procrastinating over the thought. So you know, I, I, I just you know, on that, then it can be quite difficult at times if you are getting that failure and to try and stay positive and seek the lessons in that. Um, you know, because none of us naturally, none of us want to feel like we haven't been successful. What would you, you know, what would your advice be to those who are struggling to stay positive in the midst of failure? I'd say a couple things. Um, number one, you're not alone, right? Uh, uh, you know, you look at successful people, and they've they've all failed. I guarantee. If the the more you look at successful people, the more you study their lives, the more you realize they're just like you. They failed, except for they they keep trying. That when, when they fail, they don't actually lower their goals. They don't settle for less. They keep going. They, they try one more time every time. And so, you know, that, that's what the mission of my podcast, success through failures to, in, you know, I invite these incredibly successful people on the podcast and we talk about their stories of success, their habits, their tactics for success. But I always ask them, tell me about failure. Tell me about when you failed. And they all have these incredible failure stories. And that's the goal is to pull back the curtain and to reveal that failure is actually is for real a path, a, a step on the path to success. And it's, it's a nice thing to say. I think a lot of people say that these days and understand, you know, they kind of, you know, give it lip service that, yeah, failure, failure, you know, failure is just information. Failure is just data. But most people don't believe it. And I'll be honest, yes, yes, I didn't, I didn't really believe that at a deep level when I started the podcast. I, I knew it and understood it at a logical level, but they say you you teach what you need, and I really needed that, and I needed to understand that at a deeper level. Um, and 
the more I hear these stories, the more I get to talk about success through failure, the more I I can live this out. Like so, so what I want the listener to do is I want you to expose yourself to these stories, these stories of success through failure. I want you to read about them. You know, the the greatest inventors in the world, the greatest athletes in the world, the greatest uh, uh, business people in the world, you, you name it, they have failed a lot. I mean, in, in ways that most of us would be like, yeah, I, I, I couldn't go on beyond that. You know, you talk about um, just some of the most successful people and that's, that's, that's normal for them. But here's the key. I interviewed Tim Ferriss on my podcast and he's, written five New York Times number one best-selling books. He has a, a huge podcast himself. And he said, it's not failure in and of itself that will make you successful. It's the learning that takes place from failure. I mean, some people go through life just failing, <laughs> but they're not learning from it. Like, like what can you learn from success? I'm, I'm sorry, from failure. And, and the only way to learn is by evaluating that failure. And the best way to do that is something that, uh, well, I'll tell you, you know, if there's such a thing as the secret to success, I'll tell you this, this is comes after, you know, hundreds of interviews with the, with world-class performers from CEOs to Olympic gold medalists, to astronauts, to New York times, best-selling authors. Um, I've interviewed some of the most successful people in the world. And I always ask them, tell me, tell me about a habit that you most credit for success. And it's, it's fascinating. Yes. It's, you know, for the, for the author, it's never the writing for the athlete. It's never the training. It's always some version of hitting the pause button. It's things like sitting down and planning my year in advance, planning my goals. Sometimes it's a habit that they do every day of planning out, you know, just spending five minutes of identifying how will I win the day? Uh, sometimes it's uh, working with a coach or meditation or prayer, but it's never doing the thing that they, they are known about, known, known for doing so successfully. And, and I, I've coined a term for it. Uh, it's called the productive pause, productive pause. We think that whenever we hit the pause button, it's going to slow us down. But, but when you do a productive pause, you're actually going to go faster. It's going to make your, your path easier. And here's the definition of a productive pause. It's a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind, clarity of action and peace of mind. Like that's what we're all looking for. Clarity of action and peace of mind. So just, you know, just in terms of that, getting that clarity, what are the types of questions that you're hoping people would be asking yeah. in those moments? So some of the questions you could ask uh, 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 on the shorter side, like like um, day to day, you can ask simply, "How am I going to win the day today?" Don't just jive, dive headlong into your day and start returning emails and, and responding and, and reacting all day long. Like plan your day in advance. Like how will I win the day today? Yeah, I've. 15 things or 20 things on my to-do list, what are the three or the five that if I get those done today, or maybe it's that one thing, if I get that done today, I will have won the day. Like hitting the pause button and asking yourself that on a daily basis. Here's another one. What's the one thing that if I, if I were doing that, or the one thing that if had I been doing it for the past year would have most moved me towards my goals? What's the one thing that had I been doing that for the past year 
So looking back at the past year, had I done that for the past year, it would have moved me towards my goals even faster. Like when you can look back and understand that, then you can look ahead and, pl- and figure out what you need to do next. It answers that question, what's next? Here's another one. Um, how could I achieve my 10-year goals in six months? And I think this was um, uh, Peter uh, Diamandis, as I think, who, who coined that question is where I got that from. But how could I achieve my 10-year goals in six months? It's kind of an absurd question. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, you, know, you have to almost suspend belief for just a moment to think about that. But whenever you do, you'll identify some action items. And, and guess what? You, you still might have to make a bunch of phone calls, but those phone calls are going to be to different people. You might have to send some emails, but those emails might just be to different people. You're still going to have to, to work and work hard, but you're going to be working more effectively and more efficiently when you ask yourself these productive pause questions. Mm. You know, you, you talk there about, you know, getting a clarity of action. And I think those are, those are really, really good questions to start with. Um, now, just on that journey to, I guess, I'm just thinking about that last question, to be honest, that, that 10 year to six month question. And now that, that's, yeah, that's going to take some real thought, you know, you're going to really, I guess, you know, your brain's really going to have to shift it, shift its uh, perspective in terms of what have I not been doing right that I need to be yeah. doing now almost. And I'll give you another um, one that's kind of along those is lines is the 10 X question. Like, you know, a lot of people ask like, yeah. how could I, how could I get, you know, like 10% better results? How can I increase my sales by 10%? How can I increase my winning percentage by 10% or, you know, some smaller number, right? And, you know, whatever that number is for you, for, for the listener, right? Whether you're, if you're a coach, you know, how can you, you know, you want to get more wins, you want to increase uh, success. Like, what if you ask the question, how can I 10X my success? How can I 10X my results? And again, you have to suspend belief. And, and what you need to do is, is simply allow all the ideas to flow. Get a pen and paper you know, or, or open up a document you can type on and, and just let the ideas flow. The good ones, the bad ones, it doesn't matter. Just let the ideas flow. Just let them all come out of your head and, and just write them all down, document them all. And if you come up with 10 ideas, you know, seven of them might be bad ideas. You know, one or two of them might be okay ideas maybe doable but you're going to find one gem in there where you go ah this this is the thing this is the thing i can take action on this and you might not 10x your results but what if you only 5x your results what if you only 2x your results these this is the level of thinking that the highest performers world class performers do again whether it's in sports whether it's in business whether it's in entertainment you name it this is the level of thinking. This is the type of thing that they're doing. That anybody could, it's accessible to anybody. You know, just something that kind of comes off the back of it. You know, this idea of, you know, people do will do more to avoid pain than they would to get, you know, to, to, to feel joy, shall we say. How, 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 do, how do we get around that? Because that, that's, you know, you, you're talking there about, you know, finding ways in which we can 10x or even 5x some of our results and potential. But sometimes it it, 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 it could still yeah. feel like an effort, could it not? And, you know, that you know, ultimately we want to get to that point where everything is it's worth doing, that it's going to give us some additional marginal gain. We want to be able to, you know, adopt a mindset to just right. get it done. You know, there's a difference between 
hard work and inspired action. Like when I was competing as an athlete, wrestling is a, a grueling sport. Um, and you know, I, I was the, I was voted the hardest worker on my team for three straight years. And I think it's almost, it's almost unfair for, for me to receive that award because for me, it wasn't hard work. Sure. It was really hard, but it was inspired action. It wasn't like I was digging ditches. It wasn't like I was doing something that I didn't want to do. I was inspired by this. This was my passion. This was my purpose. And there's a difference, right? There's, you can take uh, uh, bricklayers, you know, you, you take one bricklayer uh, who, who's you, you walking down the path and, and you see a guy, you know, laying bricks and he's, he's laying brick after brick after brick and he's building with bricks and, and you say, you know, you ask him what he's building and he might say, I'm just building a wall. I'm just, just laying bricks. Right. Um, and then you go to another guy, he might be saying, I'm building a cathedral, right? It's like the same thing. Like one's building, you know, one's just laying bricks, you know, building a wall. Another one's building a cathedral. Like that's inspired action, right? If you're inspired, if you, if you do the work to figure out your purpose or, or even take a step back here and just like what, just what you're passionate about, figure out what you're passionate about. Like that will light your fire. That will create inspired action. And it goes from, you know, you know, not even needing to avoid the pain. Right? Because a lot of people do because they're not inspired to do it. You got to figure out what, what, what you're passionate about. And you can figure out, there's not just one thing in the world, by the way, that you're passionate about. Like you can create passions. Like I was passionate about wrestling. Well, if I never got interested in wrestling, it's not like my life would have been lost. I would have been passionate about something else. Like go out and try things, build passions. You, you, you know, I have a friend who, who uh, got interested in the game of the card game bridge and he's so passionate about it. He actually created a documentary and a movie and there's Warren Buffett's in it and Bill Gates is in it. Like he's got some of these huge names in the, in his movie and he's just a reg- He's just another guy, but he came, he became passionate about this. Like you can go out and just in, and find things that you're passionate about, but you're not going to by sitting on your hands. It goes back to taking action, but there is a difference between hard work and inspired action and inspired action is the stuff that gets you moving. The stuff that makes you do the things that are, that are painful, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever, but there's a difference between hard work and inspired action. Well, definitely. And Jim, you, you, albeit a short a short period of time but you know already i'm sure many of the listeners will take some inspiration from this conversation and start to adopt some of these things and help themselves find that passion and you know if they haven't already uh, even if they have already um add a little bit more purpose to their life or you know just from the back of action some of the things you've discussed in this conversation um jim obviously mindful of your time you know just curious now if the listeners did have any further questions or they wanted to know a bit more about um the work that you do yeah absolutely you can just go to my website jim harshaw jr so h-a-r-s-h-a-w-j-r for junior jim harshaw jr uh if you just google my name you'll find me uh success through failure podcast but you know i offer free one-on-one coaching calls so it's a one-time one-on-one coaching call if anybody wants to have a conversation about 
just, you know, how do I, how do I take, what are those steps to, to find my purpose, to find my passion? We can have that conversation. Um, again, it's just a free one-time thing, but, uh, but you can also just follow me on any social media. Just, you can just do a search for me for on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, et cetera. Uh, love to connect with anybody who's listening to this right now. Um, if any of this makes sense or, or resonates with you, um, let's definitely, definitely connect. And if, by the way, if you reach out to me on LinkedIn, make sure you tell me where you heard me. So I get a lot of people who reach out to me and I, you know, I just, um, I like to make sure I, if I'm connecting with somebody, it's, uh, it's, um, somebody who's, who's, you know, connecting with me for the right reason. If you're listening to this, then it's the right reason. I look forward to, to hearing from the, the listeners. Well, there you have it, guys. You've been listening to another edition of the Coaches Network how-to series where we discuss a range of topics and with the help of our guests break down some actionable how-to steps for you to reach your full potential. Now, I've got no doubt that you've enjoyed today's episode as much as we have, but I just want to say thanks again, guys. You know, your support is massively appreciated. So thanks again for everyone that's been tuning in and please do get in touch with us and today's guest to let us know where you're listening from, to share your thoughts, your views and your key takeaways from today's show. Along with any suggestions for guests you'd like to see on the show and any topics you'd like to hear discussed, ultimately, guys, the show is about you guys. So let us know what you're interested in, who you're interested in listening from. So get us and get in touch. And on that note, guys, you can get in touch on Instagram at the Coaches Network or on Twitter at the Coaches Net. But please do not forget to use the hashtag the Coaches Network. That was the hashtag the Coaches Network. We need as much support we can get to keep this great content coming out to you. Now, lastly, guys, I just want to say keep an eye out for our socials on the latest updates and announcements for upcoming guests and discussion topics with our panel. Until next time, guys, take care and have a great day. The Coaches Network, bringing the game together. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.